Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. As podcasting grows and becomes more mainstream, only a select few are really getting all the headlines and big bucks. So what can the rest of us do to stand out and get noticed? Well, it all comes down to one thing. The idea. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Patrick Oliver-Jones, filling in for Evo Terra. Whether your podcast has a team and support staff, or like me, it's just a one-person operation, every podcast starts with an idea. Now, there's certainly the big idea of just coming up with your theme, your messaging, the title of your podcast. But that's not what I'm going to be talking about today. The ideas I'm referring to are the ones we have to come up with each and every day for each and every episode. I remember when I took my podcast from every two weeks to releasing an episode every week. Uh, now, I love my show and the guests that I bring on, but I knew it was going to mean more work for me and coming up with ideas. At this year's Podcast Movement Conference, John Lee Dumas held a special seminar where he talked about when his podcast was daily and that there was a stretch of over 2,000 straight episodes. <laughs> to be honest, I can't even fathom that kind of rigorous schedule and content creation. But whether you're producing a daily podcast or a monthly podcast, it all comes down to generating those ideas. So I'm going to take you through the three I's that I have learned in my three years of podcasting that keep me from getting stuck, or at least not stuck for long. The first I, input. If you're like me and you're the proud single parent of your precious baby podcast, then it feels often like everything is on your shoulders. I mean, I, I do the interviewing, the editing, the writing, the marketing, and oh yeah, I have to come up with the ideas as well. My podcast is called Why I'll Never Make It, where I talk to fellow creatives about the realities of a career in the arts. And if there's one common theme among my guests, it's that you aren't going to reach new levels of experience or success from a solitary effort. We need input from others in the form of feedback and critique and perspective. Yeah, I, I can get by for a time doing things on my own, but that can lead to burnout or some pretty bad ideas. <laughs> I had one solo episode where I talked for 20 minutes about being on jury duty. What did that have to do with the arts? Nothing. I had another solo episode where I told the story of my failure at baking red velvet cupcakes. <laughs> I still cringe when I think back to that episode. Now, those two episodes, in fact, came out within a month of each other, and it was a time when I was pretty much devoid of ideas, and I wasn't reaching out to guests or to others for input. I just went with my first idea, and believe me, 
Your first idea is not always your best idea. That's why input is so important, because it gives us a new way of looking at something, a new perspective that can generate a new idea. A great example of this comes from the comedian Ricky Gervais and his most recent show on Netflix called Afterlife. The main character, Tony, played by Gervais, is a widower who's lost his wife to cancer, and it focuses on how it affects his work, relationships, life in general. Initially, Gervais was going to explore that grief in the first season, bring it to a somewhat upbeat resolution, and then continue on season two as Tony was moving on with his life. But after that first season, Gervais heard from those who watched the show, uh, strangers, who would come up to him and tell him how much the show meant to them. They would share their stories of people that they had lost in their lives, the grief, the heartache that was still a part of their lives even years after their loved ones had passed. It made Gervais think that his initial idea of moving on from Tony's grief wasn't the right approach. He felt a responsibility to his viewers to not rush past the pain associated with loss, as doing so just wouldn't ring true to real life. The second I is inspiration. While input may involve asking for direct feedback and response from others, inspiration can be a bit more passive in the sense that it's not often planned. Something we read in a book or hear on another podcast or see on a TV show can spark an idea or a topic to explore. Inspiration can come from learning about subjects outside of our own expertise and experience. For example, I may have a performing arts podcast, but what I listen to actually comes from different subject matters altogether, from history and current events to technology and psychology. I listen to plenty of podcasts that have nothing to do with the arts. In addition to changing up the media you consume, inspiration can also come from changing up your surroundings and your routines. This pandemic has kept many of us, myself included, inside and isolated more than usual. So just taking a walk, reaching out to someone you haven't spoken to in a while, or even starting a new workout routine can be helpful. <laughs> I mean, that COVID-15 is real, isn't it? <laughs> and another thing to do while you're out there in the world, with a mask on, of course, is listen or eavesdrop on conversations around you. Most of what you hear won't be necessarily useful, but I've had some good ideas inspired by snippets of conversation I've overheard in passing. Living in New York City, this is one of the best places for people watching. And I saw this couple on the subway one time. I, I couldn't hear everything that they were saying, but just watching their body language, I could see that she was very engaged and touchy-feely with who I assume was her partner or boyfriend, while he was not really looking at her, seemed put off by her affection, and was otherwise disengaged from their moment together. This sparked an idea of how important it is to listen on stage with other actors in a scene. It's not just about the lines or the character, but having the work on stage be a collaborative effort. So I brought on a composer who talked specifically about collaboration and how listening to and feeding off other creatives helps his own work. So the first two eyes dealt with getting input and inspiration from others. But for the third eye, 
We're going inward. As I mentioned earlier, the first ideas that happen in the vacuum of our minds aren't often going to be the best. But as we continue to search ourselves and uncover our own strengths and weaknesses, our passions, as well as our apathies, then this will start to show what's important to us. And it is this awareness that will ultimately lead to ideas and content that we can put into our podcasts. Whether you're just one member of a podcasting team or you are the solo podcaster like myself, that push and motivation to create ultimately comes from within. In the world of theater, for example, there is a certain joy that can be found in recreating old works from Shakespeare or Tennessee Williams or Rodgers and Hammerstein. But almost every actor that I interview says that what drives them, what they really love doing, is new works, new stories, new characters, new messages. And being a part of that initial creation of a new play or musical is really exciting for actors. In the same way, the content you create that comes from you, from your life, from your interest, that unique way you see the world, is what is going to also interest your listeners. So as you go inward and wade through any successes or failures you've experienced, those will also be situations that are common to others. They'll want to hear how you handled them. It will generate discussion that they'll be interested in as well. And it starts the three eyes all over again, where you are now giving input and inspiration to others, which is the whole reason we podcast in the first place, right? Well, thanks for joining me today. I'm Patrick Oliver-Jones, host of Why I'll Never Make It. Evo will be back in 2021 with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers! While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately... That right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, shout your abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.